What doesn't make you a bad person? Being sunburnt. Yeah, I'm sunburnt as hell. Hey, everybody. Hi. Mike, did you want to start us off with a catchphrase? I what? Did you did you not want to give us a good a good bar? But that's not our show. Anymore. I just wanted to see if you would remember that. I remember because you sent me the tweet that says we need to record a RF a new, RFNS orphans an orphans an or- record the orphans. It's good that the orphans of the world have a podcast they can call their own. Yes. Welcome to another edition of Please Help Us, We're Starving and Nobody is Paying Our Bills. Yes. I'm so hungry. Oh, we kind of are like orphans. Welcome to a room full of nerd stuff. Is that the name? Yes. <laughs> Welcome to professionalism. Oh, God. Welcome to Room Full of Nerd Stuff. Yes, that is the title that we decided on after I said it last week, completely on a whim. <laughs> Mike went, I like that, and I said, ah, it was, it's better than what we've come up with so far. It's better than Hyperpower. It's <laughs> a horrible name for a podcast. It was better than Hyperpower, or what was your other one, like, listeners eat a dick or something like that? <laughs> room Full of Bags of Dicks You Can All Suck On. Yeah. Rooms of Shelves of Dicks. That is not, I mean, that might be perfect for someone else's podcast, but I don't think that's the right one for this one. You know, that that did make me realize, if we were looking for a name like that, my roommate's blog is called Captain I Heart Cock. See, there you go. That would be a good If he did a podcast about his love of penis, then, like, Room Full of Shelves with Dicks on it would be a perfect title. But we are not lovers of penis, so that just doesn't fit ours. Nothing against anyone who loves penis. It's just not, no pun intended, the thrust of this podcast. Oh! Maybe pun was a little intended there. Pun was totally (laughs) intended. Don't try to pull any of that off. That pun was terrible. So what are we talking about? This is our first episode with a new name, and now you're just sitting over there. Yeah, I mean, like I mentioned, I'm I'm, I'm sunburned to hell, because... I went with my roommate to the Gay Pride Parade, and uh, he picked the perfect location for us to stand where the sun would be beating down on us for the entire three-and-a-half-hour parade. I'm a little red. And that's it? That's, that's all the stories you got from going to the Gay Pride Parade? Did anyone try to convert you? No, no. no. I got to, I got to work on my gaydar a little bit, which doesn't work. I don't have a gaydar. I can never tell. But, um... You know, there were a few people there. I was like, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure I could safely call that one and say that one's gay. Well, yeah. Probably a lot of the people, like, actually walking in the parade. Yeah. I mean, you'd be surprised because I don't think every one of those firefighters dancing uh, pretty much nude on top of the fire truck was gay. Probably not all of them. It was kind of a whole afternoon of, hey, look at all those beef whistles. That was a good show. Bye, everybody. (laughs) We had a good run. I don't know how to follow that up. That's what he said. No! No! (laughs) Christopher, no. So, yes, even though I'm just going to keep, we're just going to keep the numbering the same on this one. We're just going to treat it. I'll probably label it as season two or something in the (laughs) metadata. Room full of nerd stuff. Arg season two. And then in another 25 episodes, we'll do ARG Season 3, Bags of Dicks. <laughs> Why do you keep wanting to shove dick into the title of this podcast? What is wrong with you? 
dick shovers. <laughs> Why must Welcome. every Welcome. every title that you suggest for this show have the word dick in it? I did I did get a, a pen from one of the booths that has a picture of a pit bull holding a tennis ball in its mouth and it says plays with balls. Classy. I know. <laughs> the gays wonder why they get so stereotyped. And then, like, at Maybe one point... you can sell you know, shit like that. Because, you know, it's a parade, and, you know, they're, like, handing stuff out. You know how they do a parade. They're, like, right. throw, you know, so like, throw dum-dums and, like, a million of those fucking rubber awareness bracelets. And then at one point, I just hear, yeah, and there's this, like, package flying in the air. <laughs> <laughs> That was worded poorly. <laughs> ah, uh, mm. <coughs> yes, I'm sure there was, Christopher. <laughs> so there's this um, Ziploc baggie flying through the air. <laughs> I go, oh, and I catch it, and it is a Ziploc baggie full of condoms and lube. Good times. And my roommate got one, too, and he was like, oh, sweet, I hope I get to use these today. And I'm like, I don't think we can stay roommates. Why? I was joking with him. It's a joke, Mike. You don't want to hear him banging another dude in the next room? He's been very polite as to make sure I was not home when he's done that so far. Even though I've told him, I was like, it doesn't bother me. You can, whatever it is you do. <laughs> do whatever it is you do. Whatever the hell it is you do, just just do it. I don't care. Keep the door closed. Yeah, please. please. What have you been up to, Mike? <laughs> Precious little. I've torn scabs off my hand. Bled everywhere. Bled everywhere. Just just bleed all over the place. A murder scene earlier today. A murder scene for a series of mosquitoes. (laughs) I'm sure it looked like a buffet to mosquitoes. Oh my god, there's so much of it! But, uh, yeah. I just kicked the habit, I'm gonna relapse! There was that. Um, I hate... Power Ranger fans, because I've been doing this uh, this thing on DeviantArt. I've been posting them on Tumblr, too, uh-huh. where, and it's something I've been doing for the last couple of years, where I do, like, for the entire month of October, I do a monster from Power Rangers. Right, right. I don't know I'm why I did it the first year, but I just decided I'm going to do it, and it's become, it's become... I think we know why. Uh, hmm? have, you, have, you drawn, have you drawn our favorite Bluefer yet? No, I have not drawn Bluefer yet. I started this well before Bluefer, and I don't think he's going to be even in this year's. But Darn! That's a mega fail. But, like, last year, a couple people were like, hey, I, I love that you did this last year, and uh, i really appreciate it if you did, like, these monsters. And I got, a like, a handful of requests. Uh, so then this year, like, right before I did it, I was like, hey, if you want to get your monster drawn, go ahead and throw me a request. They have sent me the most complicated monsters. <laughs> and I'm doing these one a day, and it's it's supposed to be kind of like a, a warm-up thing before I start doing comic work. They take, like, four hours to draw. You should be plenty well warmed up, then. By then, I don't want to fucking draw anymore. And then uh, I looked at the, the list that I had compiled of requests... And somebody had requested Daishi's dragon form, which you just finished watching Jungle Fury, so you should know that his dragon the form thing is that like was a in like ten-headed. Hmm? The the ten-headed dragon beast that was in like one yes. episode. 
Yes. <laughs> With, like, even by Power Ranger standards, really poorly animated. But yes, someone has requested that I jaw, jaw? draw this jaw. giant ten-headed fucking dragon. I hate Power Ranger fans. <laughs> I hate them. Uh, you love them. No. I hate myself for liking the show. I hate Well, if it wasn't for your love of that show, we wouldn't have the name of the podcast, because that's how it originated. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. So that's kind of been my week. <laughs> Aside from... What'd you do this week, Mike? Oh, I hated myself again, still, persistently. Aside from uh, watching a bunch of new shows, I need, like, three more DVRs. Oh, man, what have you been watching? Uh, let's see... I've gotten really hooked on Sleepy Hollow. I've not watched Sleepy Hollow. Uh, I keep putting it off because I go, eh? I mean, it's it's one of these kind of uh, Fox Supernatural sci-fi shows. It's not great, but it's kind of silly, stupid fun. Right. I mean, I, I imagine it, it actually sort of reminds me of Supernatural without the gay, so I think you might actually enjoy it. But the gay is the best part of Supernatural. Yes, but, I mean, you might have to put that aside and... You might have to just put the gay off in a little box all by itself. Enjoy looking at an attractive cop lady instead of pretty brothers that are kind of fucking. Um, there's that. What else? The Blacklist. Really fucking good show. I watched the first episode of that and I need to catch up, but I really like the pilot to that. Um, even if the first half of it was literally just Silence of the Lambs. <laughs> but I really like Silence of the Lambs, so I'm okay with that. Every episode is kind of Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. It's a little, like, twists and turns and who did it and let's talk to the bad guy and all that. But it, it's every episode kind of follows that same formula. But there's more to it. There's an underlying story that they're still building to. And it's, re- right. it's really good, and it keeps me wanting to watch the rest yes, of it. You should definitely watch I was telling somebody on Twitter when I was watching the premiere, this is James Spader finally getting into that uh, cool old guy role that he's been putting off being in since Stargate. <laughs> it's the role that he should have been playing, but was just too damn young to play. <laughs> yeah. Like, in, in another 20 years, you're going to be a big star, James Spader. And he said, what? <laughs> Who are you? Why are you talking to me? And what else? Yes, like the Blacklist, though. Everybody should watch the Blacklist. Everybody should give it a shot. Mm-hmm. Um, Shield, obviously, been watching that. Shield, obviously, which uh, is posting the... Uh, the It's uh, in terms of... Because they've started counting uh, DVR views in, in Nielsen ratings. Or not Nielsen ratings, but they've started counting mm-hmm. it. And Shield is posting the highest episode-to-episode gains in DVR viewers. So everybody's watching it, just nobody's watching it Tuesdays at 9. Or eight, or whenever it comes on. No one wants on. to I watch it when it comes on, but everyone wants to watch it. Yeah. Well, um, and then uh, this is like the best argument for everybody getting rid of cable I've ever heard because cable sucks. It really does. With everything like like Hulu and Netflix and all these things, I have uh, been uh, I, I've I've been doing that for about uh, five years now total. There was like a six month stretch in there where I had cable again because I got it uh, incredibly. I got like free because so I had signed up for new service. But aside from that, I've just had internet, uh, Netflix, and Hulu, and uh, Amazon Prime Instant, and I've honestly not missed anything. Yeah, it's like, the the world is going towards a, a, a sort of system where you can watch the shows as you want to watch them, not when the networks right. say you have to watch them. Right. And as for the stuff that's not on those, I don't know the solution to that. 
the solution is probably apparent. You'd have to be some kind of a pirate, though, but I, I keep that at bay. So I'm not really sure what to do there. There's a torrent of things out there. <laughs> um, but it, it is it is a torrent of things, but it's just a little bit torrenty. Ah, uh, yes. That one's stretch. <laughs> <laughs> I thought my torrent one was a stretch. The bit torrent one was even stretchier. Uh, so there's been Shield, um, Ink Master's oh. done, Face Off. I've been watching. Sorry, Dave Navarro. Oh, it'll it'll go come back. back. Go back to being a musician. Uh, it, it's it's just on still season hiatus. It's it's yeah. it'll be back next year. I'm not I'm not watching either of those shows, but I appreciate Face Off for what it is. I've seen a little bit of it. Yeah, I really like Face Off from the the creativity standpoint of it. It's fun to watch. It it gets a little tedious when it's like. Every episode explains what the steps are. It's like, this is the conception stage where we sit down with a sketchbook and try to come up with a creature. And then this is the sculpting phase where we get a block of clay and we sculpt out the month. It's like, yeah, we we saw it on the last ten episodes, what you do. Um, I don't think... Uh, oh, yeah, I watch, like, uh, The Middle and Modern Family on Wednesdays. I've never watched either of those, but uh, I, I want to watch Modern Family, uh, but it's not on Netflix, and ABC will only let... Uh, Hulu run like the last five episodes. Yeah. So it, one day I will have to get a hold of that somehow, but it's not on my priority list right now. It's. I mean, both those shows are just like they're sitcommy, but I I've really lost a taste for the uh, the kind of canned laughter, three walled studio sitcom. Yeah. Yeah. Now I've been watching uh, the Goldbergs, mm-hmm. which uh, doesn't have that. And it's uh, it's a sitcom. It's uh, the guy who wrote uh, something. He wrote something. <laughs> I a guy yeah. wrote a thing, and now he's got a show. He wrote the the what's it with the things and the what the whatjamahoosits and the the doodly, doodly boppers. He wrote fanboys. Okay. Guy who wrote fanboys. It's a story about his family growing up, and it's set in the eighties. And uh, it's real funny. I'm enjoying it so far. And I haven't seen uh, it, but I've seen the commercials, and maybe that explains why the one kid is, like, fucking obsessed with Star Wars. Yeah, because it's set in, like, the early 80s. Right. So Jedi would have just come out, or... Yeah. Which, so, you know, for people like us, especially, who are now approaching 30, <laughs> um, some of us quicker than others, um, that's, uh... It, I, I'm enjoying it. You should definitely give that one a shot, too. And Brooklyn Nine-Nine's not terrible, I found. I Dad's is horrible. Don't fucking watch. Don't fucking watch Dad. I hate Andy Samberg or whatever that fucker's name is. He's he's remarkably tolerable I, in this series, though. It's I, I remember, like, I've seen a couple things with him in it, and he is just uh-huh. fucking annoying. And then I saw, like, well, I didn't see the movie, but there was the one where, like, Adam Sandler's playing his dad. And it's like, oh, there's the torch passing right there. One fucking annoying yeah. asshole that won't go away to the next. So, yeah, I just, I, I fucking hate him. So I will not be giving that show a try. <laughs> Sorry, Brooklyn Nine Nine, you're fucked right out the gate. What was the other one? Reno Nine One One. I hated that show yeah. too. Oh, maybe it's just like maybe it's just it's funny cop shows that I don't like. Yeah, that could be what it is. Uh, I liked Reno Nine One One. Maybe you're just wrong. Nope. I'm pretty sure it is. Nope. I think that's what it is. No, it's that I have a sense of humor. You're still making fucking that's what she said jokes, so you don't get to tell me anything <laughs> about my sense of humor. In my defense, though, I'm only making them because I know you hate them. Stop it. <laughs> That's no. not all the new shows this season. Are you watching anything else? Uh, got, I think. got back into uh, Once Upon a Time. 
I still have never watched an episode of it's that, really even cool. though it has the hot chick from House and the hot chick from RPM. Yeah, it does now. Yeah. Like, she, that, like, last week was literally her first episode. And did you go, Summer! I kept, like, trying to make jokes to my parents about how she was really a Power Ranger, so why does she have wings and why is she a fairy, and they were looking at me weird, and, okay. You don't get it! Why You're going to get drug tested this week. Why is she in Neverland? She's supposed to be in Corinth. <laughs> what the fuck is Corinth? It's the last city that Vendix hasn't taken over. No, okay. Um, <laughs> it's okay, Rumpelstiltskin. She has money. That Monopoly money she's running through the desert with. Um, so there's been that, and then the spinoff just started, uh, Once Upon a Time in Wonderland, which I really liked the first episode of that. So that's an entirely, that's like a spinoff? That's an entirely different series? Yes. I thought they just retitled the one show. That's a little ridiculous. No, it is a spinoff that, it, like, the first episode kind of had one bit where it took place in the town of Once Upon a Time. Right. But except for that, like, one five-minute scene, it, it has taken place completely away from anything and any of the characters from the real, from the main show. Okay. Uh, I have been watching uh, uh, the Michael J. Fox show. Oh, yeah? Because I, lo- I, I like Michael J. Fox. I think he's a cool dude. I think he does really good work. And it's, I mean, it's, you know, it's kind of a basic sitcom. I don't, I think it only has legs because of Michael J. Fox. See, I it's, I just saw the commercials for that, and I'm like, oh, God, he's a guy who had to retire because he has Parkinson's. This will not end well. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's got to so, be a sad show forever. But, but they haven't really touched on the Parkinson's aside from the first episode where it was just a string of jokes about how he shakes a lot. Um, but uh, it's it was kind of for the first two episodes the whole time I was just like, this is really kind of sad. I don't know that I can watch Marty McFly fall apart like this. <laughs> uh, it's not bad. It's one of those shows I'll keep watching just because I like him and I want to see where it goes. But uh, I think if there was anybody else in that role, it wouldn't have made it to pilot. No, but yeah, it's uh, it. I felt uncomfortable watching the commercials, so I didn't want to watch the show. Well, that's understandable. Like it is for at least the first two episodes. It was very kind of like, eh, I don't know how I feel about this. I mean, it's not like I don't think that Michael J. Fox should keep working if he feels like he should. It's just like right. to, to right. bring up the Parkinson's and make jokes about it. It's like, that is a little uncomfortable. I mean, he's got it and he's just making jokes about it. So clearly he's come to terms with it or he's okay with it or something. But it's just, I, I do. By the way, can we, can we talk about this little surprise that I found out while poking through all the fall premieres? Yeah. The Tim Allen series, Last Man Standing, oh, has been has been airing for three years, apparently. Yeah. I thought it got canceled, like, two and a half years ago. It got moved to to Fridays, which everyone knows that's the death slot, and has somehow uh, maintained itself. Like, I kind of dug the first season, and then the second wow. season they went through a complete recast right. and moved it to Fridays, and I saw a couple, and the new older daughter is just fucking unbearable, and the kid that they got to replace the baby is annoying, and I was like, oh, okay, so this show's done, and I stopped watching it, and then that was two years ago. <laughs> I I just kind of keep going, so that's still a thing, then. Yeah. There's still people like, wow, 
I really want to watch the Tim Allen show tonight. It's it's essentially home improvement. Yeah. Just well, with all that. Just with yeah. girls instead of three boys. And yeah. And that's probably exactly how it was pitched to ABC. <laughs> it's Tim Allen I did. and he's got three daughters. Didn't he just have three I, sons? Was that and that worked. That was a show for ten years and people loved it. I did see a uh uh, an ad on Hulu the other day while I was uh, scrolling through, and it was a, a new show. It was a new episode of, um, I think it was of, of Last Man Standing, actually. And it had those five words that every girl from the 90s had been waiting to hear once again. Guest starring Jonathan Taylor Thomas. <laughs> yes. Yes. I was like, oh, he finally finished college. It only took him ten years. <laughs> and jumped right back into bed with Tim Allen. Literally. Yeah, it's, I I figured that the show was gonna die when Richard Carn made a guest appearance on it. Right. It's like, oh, now's the time when he's bringing back all of his old Home Improvement friends. That that's kind of the death of the show, isn't it? When you start bringing guests yeah. from, your, from your last work, isn't that kind of the end? That's kind of the hey, let's just go out and give everybody a good nostalgia trip on the way. <laughs> but again, that was like third episode of the second season, and they're midway through the third season now, so... Wacky. Yeah, it's still sustained. However it has, I I don't know. I did also watch uh, the Ironside pilot. It's uh, an update of uh, the 60s series that starred uh, Raymond Burr. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's uh, basically House, but instead of being a doctor, he's a pissed-off detective. (laughs) And he's in a wheelchair. But it was uh, it's it's it was really good. I liked it. Um, <laughs> we saw the commercials for that, and my mom was pissed. She's like, "They're remaking Ironside, and he's in a wheelchair." I'm like, "Yeah." She's like, "Why does he need to be in a wheelchair?" I'm like, "The original Ironside was in a wheelchair." She's like, "But I mean, change it up a little bit." It's like that's like saying like that was the point. <laughs> what if Spider-Man doesn't have fucking spider powers? It's kind of taking away the essence of the character. Are they redoing Home Improvement again? Why does he have to have three kids? Changed up a little... Oh, wait a minute. Never mind. Shit. That's a bad example. Like, hey, we're going to remake Ghostbusters, but they're not going to fight ghosts. Yeah, I I just... I thought that was hilarious. (laughs) She's like, how is he still in a wheelchair? How are they going to put him in a wheelchair? That was the original character. Like, yeah, because that's kind of the point of the character, is that he's a cop in a wheelchair. Ugh. I'm looking forward to when it jumps the shark like House did when they're like, we've got to do the storyline where he thinks he's going to get out of the wheelchair. <laughs> that was that was looking back the moment where House just kind of gave up when they were like, we're going to do the storyline where he uh, thinks he can walk again, but three episodes later, he can't. Yeah, which is sad because that was like right as I really started getting into House. I was really into it and really excited for the season premiere of that, but I was just kind of like, oh, so they're just... They're just gonna put him back in the wheelchair. They're just gonna give him the cane back, huh? Yeah, it's like okay then. I had watched like half of the season before that, and I was like, "This is actually a really good show." And then they started having him walk again. And I was like, "Hey, good times!" And then that, yeah, I was like, "Oh, the show kind of <laughs> died just as and I then, got into it." <laughs> and then, like for the remaining seasons, every other season, about halfway through, be like, "Oh God, House doesn't need his cane. We've done this. We've we don't need to do this again." Like, how many episodes can you dedicate to him trying to walk again and his drug addiction? Every one. The entire final two seasons. I can walk again. No, I can't. I'm on drugs. How she need to get off the drugs? No. 
I'm off the drugs. Hey, I can walk without the drugs, but it really hurts. I'm going to take the drugs so I can walk better. House? Mm. Yeah, I think we just recapped the entire last two seasons. House is on the drugs. Get off the drugs. House is dead. No, he's not. Lol, I'm going to die soon. Wilson has cancer. What a depressing finale that was. No, that was a good finale. Yeah. Which, like, I hadn't watched the show for, like, two years before the finale, so I was completely lost. <laughs> I was like, I remember, okay, he the the guy that he keeps making fun of for being a Jew is still there. Uh, the other two team members are completely new to me. Uh, Cuddy's not there, uh, and Wilson has cancer. Okay, show me what you got, finale. And, um, that was a finale that wrapped up pretty much as well as it could have, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, I liked it. I still love House. I, I'm gonna buy the rest of it on DVD at some point, but now I'm just kind of waiting for the Blu-rays to be cheap, so I just buy it all on Blu-ray, because fuck it. Yeah, the next best thing that they could have done besides killing him is him faking his own death, so... No, there is kind of the, the fan belief, the fan theory that I'm sure you saw where people believe he did really die, and... Wilson is just hallucinating because he's on crazy cancer meds. Eh, maybe. No. Maybe. I don't buy that. It's open to interpretation. They're riding around on their motorcycles, and it's happy. Maybe he's imagining that motorcycle. No. Uh, There is also premiering in a few weeks NBC's new Dracula series starring renowned alcohol... uh, Actor, renowned actor, Jonathan Rhys-Meyers. I have no idea who that is. Uh, He was in uh, Mission Impossible 3... Oh, I hate it. Tudors? What's his name again? Jonathan Reese Myers. Jonathan. Uh, he was in the Velvet Goldmine where he got fucked in the ass by Ewan McGregor. Or was it Christian Bale? One of the two fucked him in the ass. Let's see. Let's see if I know anything that he was in because I didn't see. Well, I saw Mission Impossible 3 and it was bullshit. I. <laughs> uh... I, saw, I saw Mission Impossible 3 and, and, and fuck it. Just fuck it. I remember seeing it and not taking any of it to memory. I've seen ben- Bendit like Beckham. I don't remember him in it, unless he was like a main character that I don't remember. <laughs> uh, he was he was Beckham. I saw it a long time ago. So who's Joe? Like he was Joe. Uh, Duh. I mean, was he like the main guy? I don't know. I didn't fucking watch Bendit like Beckham. Why did you watch Bendit like Beckham? Because it was a good movie. Oh, yeah, he was, like, the main guy coach. Well, okay, it was a good movie until they stuck in the the romance angle. It was a good movie until they tried to give it a point. Well, no, the point was that this, like, conservative Indian girl, uh-huh. or a girl from a conservative Indian family, was trying to go against her parents and be a, a soccer player instead of, like, just getting married and pregnant like her mother and sister did. Uh-huh. And then she gets on this soccer team, and they find out she's really good and all this and that, and so she's kind of trying to keep it a secret and move around and try to sneak around her parents so that they don't find out. And then she ends up falling in love with her coach, and blah, blah, blah. then it turns to bullshit. But it was good until that point. I never watched. Uh, and it turns out that uh, I think this guy was the coach that she fell in love with, so, which he's kind of a main character, so I'm surprised he I don't remember him in it. But Jesus Christ. So I think, Joe, who was Joe? Oh, yeah, like the, the main guy, right? <laughs> yeah. So, so he'll be Dracula. Okay. <laughs> and 
in their series that I think came about because Hannibal did way better than I thought it would. And I never watched Hannibal. I haven't watched it yet. I saw the first episode of Hannibal, and I really liked it, and then I just didn't get a chance to watch it ever again. So I should yeah, it, track down the episodes. Uh, I did just read a report posted on Ain't It Cool News that's saying that with the success of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Marvel is reportedly working on a miniseries and four additional dramas. Jesus! <laughs> Based in the Marvel Universe. Ease into it, Disney. You don't need to... <laughs> they eased into it. They did one, and that's how they roll. I mean, they get one in there, and then they're like, by the way, I got five friends outside. You mind if they join us? Yeah, no shit. It's, come on. <laughs> one was good. Maybe try out a second. <laughs> maybe, maybe maybe calm your tits, Disney. And maybe try a second after the first season. <laughs> get through an entire season of a show before you start touting it as a success. I mean, it's Joss Whedon, so everyone knows that they got to sit through at least six episodes before anything kicks off. So, of course, these yeah. first six episodes are going to get viewers. Let's see how big Episode 7 does before you start putting all your eggs in the Marvel basket. Episode 7 is the Wash Dies episode. <laughs> no, because, uh, well, I don't know if you saw the last episode. Of, uh, of, of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Yeah. Where the guy in the thing did the what's-it at the end? The gravity guy. Yeah. But at the end of it... At the the hands stuck out. Because I didn't see that coming at all. No. But uh, May said that she wanted to get back in the field. Yeah. So they need a pilot. <laughs> like I fucking said on Twitter. I just kind of figured she'd still pilot, but also help fight. No. They need a pilot now. What's Alan Tudyk doing? Exactly. <laughs> You said, how long is it until Alan Tudyk comes on the show? And I was like, well, May's going to have to go back in the field, and they're going to need someone else to fly the bus. And you were like, but May flies the bus. And I'm like, just wait. They're going to get her in the field, and Alan Tudyk's going to come in. Now she's in the field. They need now a new pilot. I mean, she can't be in the field. I mean, she she can pilot the, the bus. Oh, God, are we really calling it the bus? She can pilot the fucking airplane and still be in the field, because, you know, the field is... The field and the airplane is above the field. But what happens when they need a quick extraction? Well, they all just run for the fucking plane like they did in the second episode. No, they get a guy in the plane to fly down and pick him up. Well, you know... Like Wash. <laughs> it's literally just Wash. <laughs> wash shows up and he's like, I was just in Tahiti. <laughs> if they made him... Like, like I already have it written in my mind that uh, the doctor, oh, the doctor yeah. on the on the helicarrier is related to Book, because they're both played mm-hmm. by Ron Glass. Mm-hmm. So it's like, they bring him in and just have his last name be Washburn? That's all they need. That's all they need. So then we find out that uh, the main super spy dick guy marries some chick whose last name is Cobb. <laughs> and then... Um, no, you've got a good thing going here. We could, we could, we could relay it all out to where the entirety of uh, of uh, of the Agents of Shield cast is just the ancestors of the Firefly crew. Maybe Coulson's real last name is Reynolds. No, don't be silly. That'd be stupid. Be stupid. He has a daughter who marries someone named Reynolds. <laughs> His daughter marries Castle's. Maybe maybe Coulson's got a son, and he hooks up with Castle's daughter. <laughs> well, wouldn't then the last name be Castle? Well, they've got, like, a couple generations Jesus. to sort that out. They've got a couple generations to sort that out. And the two science geeks are going to hook up, and their daughter is going to marry some, some dude named Fry, or some chick named Fry, and they're going to get a turkey baster. 
No. No? <laughs> Too much? The entire cast does not need to be related to <laughs> Serenity. Only most of it. <laughs> Only the ones the that I deem appropriate. <laughs> at the beginning, then at the beginning of season three, uh, the uh, the airplane gets renovated, and it looks a lot like Serenity all of a sudden. That's weird. The butt of the ship lights up, kind of like a firefly. <gasps> Wait a minute. Jugabuan. Joss Whedon just sits back and strokes his beard, and he says, <laughs> now I have to kill them all. No, he wants to get Serenity back on the air, so or Firefly back on the air so bad that he he's disguising it as S.H.I.E.L.D., but he just slowly turns the cast into the Firefly cast. Season 5, you're just like, wait? Season 5, when they pick up a doctor and his psychic sister, is like, wait a minute! Joss. And he's just like, what? Who, me? Lol. As he sits atop his pile of money. ABC is like, Joss, did you do this? And he's like, I wrote Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yes, but you also wrote Alien Resurrection. Mm-hmm. I did script work on the first X-Men movie. Only two of your lines survived. But one of them was the best line in the movie. The second one was unfortunately the worst. <laughs> Poor Joss Whedon. Even he said that. He was like, yeah, the first line... I wrote I wrote the script for the first X-Men movie, and two of my lines survived. And one of them uh, was the best line in the movie. It was the you're a dick exchange with Cyclops. And then the other one was what happens to a frog when it gets hit by lightning. to a frog. He, he was like, yeah, one of them was the best line in the movie, and the other was the worst. But they were mine. And then he also did Toy Story. Which is weird to think about. Yeah, that doesn't seem like a... Like, Woody was not a strong female lead at all. Was Bo Peep? Well, I imagine that he wrote it, and then John Lasseter took it over and was like, okay, now how do we make this happy? <laughs> Joss, everybody can't die at the end. Like in Joss Whedon's version, they get melted in the incinerator <laughs> and send home a bunch of crying children. And then at the end, they miss the moving truck, and another truck runs them over. It'll be great. It'll be awesome. At the beginning of the sequel, um, Ham and Rex do a ritual, and they resurrect Woody from heaven. Uh, But he didn't really want to come back. No, don't! I'm so upset that Buffy got canceled. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's weird to think about the fact that Joss Whedon wrote Toy Story. I think it was one of the writers. It was a Joss Whedon production. There's like six writers on the movie, but still, he did part of it. And do you know who those other five writers are? No, you don't. You only know Joss Whedon. Uh, let's see. Well, like I said, John Lasseter. Joel Cohen? Who the hell is that? One of the, isn't that one of the Cohen brothers? No. The Cohen brothers? No. No. No, it's not. No. Because the Cohen brothers are uh, other people. Uh, Andrew Stanton, that name sounds familiar. You're doing that thing where you think of Andrew Dice Clay again. Oh, no, he did Finding Nemo and Wally and all the other Pixar hits. Oh, <laughs> he sounds familiar for writing a Pixar movie because... Because he wrote all the other Pixar oh, movies. <laughs> it's also a completely different... It There is a Joel Cohen, but it's a completely different Joel Cohen. Like, there is a Joel Cohen in the Cohen Brothers, but it's not... It's not the that. Cohen. Yeah, the names are spelled completely different. So I'm not insane. I'm just wrong. Alex Sokolow. 
He did. Oh, he did cheaper by the dozen in the two Garfield movies, and well, so did so did the Joel Cohen. So I mean, yeah. So it looks like Toy Story. He was also a good movie. He was also a writer on 25 episodes of the Arsenio Hall Show. Yeah, so they wrote all the bad parts of Toy Story. Were there bad parts in Toy Story? There were... No. It was all pretty no. good. <laughs> pretty solid movie. I think we're, we're all in agreement. Pretty solid movie. So, yeah. Small TV. Doesn't suck. And then uh, Walking Dead just started. Which I haven't watched Walking Dead since the... Uh, mid-season finale for season two when they were all standing around the barn arguing and I looked at my girlfriend at the time and I said, hey, you remember that girl they've been trying to find all season? She's in the barn. And she was like, no, she's not. And then the barn opened up and the girl wandered out. I was like, Rick's going to have to kill her. And she was like, no, he won't. And then Rick killed her. And I was like, I think I'm kind of done with this until it's on Netflix. Now, season two was really weak. I, I found that the problem I had with seasons one and two was that... um Every episode consisted of something shocking and twisting. Everybody whispers for 45 <laughs> minutes. Something shocking happens. We'll see you next week. Okay, season two, then maybe you don't like two, the rest of the show. <laughs> season 2 followed that formula. The difference was stick around so you can interview people who may or may not have something to do with The Walking Dead. We've got Kevin Smith. Why? Kevin Smith! Because he's got another show on this network. That show is fucking horrible, by the way. Mm. Comic book man. That was on Netflix. I was like, oh, the Kevin Smith comic book show. And I watched it. I was like, oh, it's the Walt Flanagan jacks himself off show. (laughs) I'm Walt Flanagan. The Walt Flanagan begs Kevin Smith to finish Kickoffany so he can have more work. Or Widening Guy or whatever the fuck it was that we talked about last week. Whichever one it is, they didn't. Whichever one of the 30 titles Kevin Smith hasn't fucking finished. (laughs) 30 minutes of Walt Flang and saying, Kevin, maybe you should finish some of these projects. No, I'm good. Pass me another blunt. Which I wonder if that's why Kevin Smith doesn't go into the shop that often, because he just sees all the shit that he hasn't finished and feels bad. Just imagine Kevin Smith standing behind the counter of the shop. Somebody comes in, they're like, hey, is that second, uh, you got the second volume of Wine and Gyre in? Get the fuck out. Get out. He just cries and goes in the back room and smokes up. But no, uh... Walking Dead Season 2, well, also, like, after the, the mid-finale that you talk about, like, half the staff got replaced. Yeah. And, I mean, uh, I guess the second half of t- Season 2 wasn't that bad, but I really enjoyed Season 3, and 4 started off really well. That's what uh, the entirety of Twitter said. So, yeah, I think that, uh, I mean, maybe just kind of suffer through the rest of Season 2. Yeah, that's what I was because, I mean, it's, they're short seasons. Yeah. So it'll take me maybe, like, a day. I've still got to watch the last season of Dexter, which is a show that should not have survived past season four, I'm thinking. But that was the thing about Breaking Bad when I found out that they were only 13-episode seasons. It's like, oh, now that it's done, I can just tear through the show. Yeah, yeah. I, I like that. They do that, and then Mad Men does it, which I've watched, like, the first three seasons of Mad Men, and it's really good, but it's really dense and hard to watch. And then all your... Hmm? Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good radio. But no, I'm really glad that uh, there's more shows out there doing this, because when I when I was in Australia, and I was watching a lot of, uh, oddly enough, British TV, uh, mm-hmm. it's like they would do however many episodes they had to to tell the story, and then it would go away. 
Yeah. And I was like, why the fuck aren't they doing that? Why do we have 40 episode seasons of, like, Heroes where half the episodes don't fucking matter? Because, um, American Cable is sustained by advertisers. There's other shows. Well, you've got to, you get them watching the show because they like it. Like people like us who are like, God, Heroes is shit, but I'm going to keep watching this. Maybe it'll improve by episode 13, whereas British TV is like, ah, fuck it. But it's like, I, a lot of people didn't like the second season of Heroes, but I absolutely loved it because it told what it needed to tell in, like, the 15 episodes that they had. Right. And then when I found out that that's a common practice in everywhere else in the world, I was like, fuck, America needs to do that. They need to stop with all the bullshit what-if episodes. And then uh, I come back and I see that all these stations have kind of picked that up and doing short seasons, and I'm really happy about that. I really like they do that. I like that a lot more. It, it makes, because I mean, like, because I watch Doctor Who. Doctor Who is 13 episode seasons. I could not imagine keeping up with that show as long as that. <laughs> but by that same, it's it's kind of a pleasant surprise, too, because by that same token, you're still really enjoying it, and you go, wait, the finale is tomorrow? It's over? <laughs> but I'm liking this still. Whereas, you know, with American shows, by, like, episode 14, you're like, there's more? This is still going? Like, <laughs> I already figured out how this season's going to end. Why is there more? No, he's he's the killer. Just arrest him. How do you not know this? Yeah, it's like 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 midway through Heroes when he knew that Siler was the killer. It's like why yeah. why why aren't they going after him? They know who he is. They know where he is. Go fucking kill him. It's literally him right there. Literally. Why is Claire talking to her mother in one episode? We, then we never see her again. They should be killing the bad guy. Why is he going to get away with this? Because they're not really doing anything to stop him. Yeah. Oh, Heroes. So much potential. God, that show was just fucking everywhere for that first season. It was. And then, boy, did it nosedive. We were both... I think we watched, like, the the first episode of season three together. Yeah. And we were like, oh, so it's fucking X-Men now. Okay, guess we don't need to watch this anymore. (laughs) And done. (laughs) I remember watching the pilot being like, oh my god, this is awesome. And then, oof, heroes. You know what it needed? Joss Whedon. It just needed to slow itself down and realize what the hell it wanted to do. Which is funny, because some of those shows around that era were really helped out by the writer's strike. House had a really strong season because of the writer's strike. Because mm-hmm. they had to kind of wrap it up real quick instead of dragging all that bullshit out for another 20 episodes. Um, Maybe that's why they started doing the shorter seasons, because everyone was like, hey, everyone kind of liked when <laughs> there was only 15 episodes of Heroes and House and all that other shit. I think that came about because of budget reasons. It's also a lot cheaper to produce a six to eight episode season than it is to you know, pay everybody to show up for 22 episodes. Well, yeah, but I mean, if, if you see that it's working with only that many yeah. people are preferring it, then why not go with it? Yeah. So, I'm a big fan of the shorter seasons. I do wish more shows would adopt that. Um, I also wish they would adopt the British practice of canceling a show before it runs its course. Yeah, kind of tell your story and then end it and just just I mean, be done with it. There are the exceptions. Doctor Who, uh, Peep Show is about to start season nine, but that's been spread out over like a decade. Or not a decade, 15 years. Mm-hmm. That's, oh, I don't know that you'd like it or not, but that's a really good British comedy. Same with, like, uh, um, Red Dwarf. Yeah, Red Dwarf spread out over, like, 30, 40 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Peep Show, oh, Peep Show over a decade, starting season eight. That's what it's doing. 
It's about to start. Yeah, whatever. Anyways, point remains. But yeah, they, uh, like Red Dwarf, I think, started in, like, 84, and they just announced, like, their 11th season or something like that. Yeah. So they take a yeah. long time in between them, because they don't have anything for it, and why do a season when you don't have any show? Yeah. Um, that started point, in, uh, started in 88. Ran from 88 to 93, 97 to 99, and then 2009 to 2012. Um, but then, aside from those shows that are kind of staples, uh, all the other stuff you see, three to six seasons tops. And, uh, there's really not much that carries over from season to season. Yeah, because they, like, like we said, they tell their story and then they end it. Yeah. They tell their story, they end it. If they have another story, they'll come back and do another one. If not, they just go away. I I really like that uh that system. I think that works really well. American TV do do better. Do better, damn it. Do gooder. We should have our shows last like three seasons, and you know what our Doctor Who like series should be? Hmm. Power Rangers. <laughs> that is our Doctor Who like series. <sighs> except used to be. Hmm? Except the Red Ranger doesn't die at the end of every three seasons and changes shape. Jason, what's wrong, buddy? Oh, regenerating! Oh, 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 Jason, you look different. My name's Rocky now. Whatever. I'm the second Red Ranger. <laughs> they just... <laughs> they address each other by numbers. Come on, Red 2. Okay, Pink 5. <laughs> okay, Blue 36. Boy, what a rough run of luck he's had. <laughs> Every six episodes, the Blue Ranger dies. Come on, Black 932. We keep going into bad neighborhoods <laughs> with him. We should really stop it. Yes, American TV do-gooder. Be more like England. And it's it's really weird. It's it's another show that's that's done this, the short season thing. Uh, mm-hmm. And I'm really looking forward to the next season, and it's strange as hell because it does like a show I would give a shit about, but Dallas... But what? The new Dallas. You watch that? It's awesome. God. It's a great fucking show. I didn't realize you were a Larry Hagman fan. It must be a really hard period for you right now. <laughs> Here's the thing. When he died, uh, like I think that they were in the middle of filming season two. Right. And the producers and everyone was like, oh, we're shocked to hear the about the death of Larry Hagman. I'm like, the dude was like 85 and had cancer. How shocking can it be? You're lucky you got this much time out of him, for Christ's sake. Hey, hey, hey. He was 81. Oh, excuse me. Still, he was older than shit and he had cancer. What? <laughs> you're really that shocked that he died? Are you stoned? My only question is, I mean, did he run out of wishes? Was Genie not granting them anymore? Is that why he... I guess. Yeah. That was a, that joke was probably in poor taste. It was like a year ago that he died. Who gives a shit? <laughs> Man, fuck that guy. What I was sad about uh, was that... Fuck the dead! Was that they did a whole episode where they uh, do the funeral of J.R. And I, I was praying that Barbara Eden was somewhere, one of the mourners. I was like, that would have been awesome. But no. Oh, JR. But no, America was riveted because of you. It's like, I haven't watched any of the original series, and mm-hmm. uh, it's like, I saw the commercials for it, and was like, that they're bringing back Dead Lord. What, have they completely run out of ideas? And then, like, in the middle of the first season, they had a marathon one day, and I had nothing to do, and I was like, what the fuck, I'll give it a shot. And 
it was like six episodes, and I was like, okay, when's seven coming? And, yeah, I've been hooked on the show ever since, and it's not a show that I think anyone would peg me as giving a shit about, but it's not some fucking nope, show. Not, did not see that coming. TNT's having a rough run of luck for their stars, though. Larry Hagman's dead from Dallas. Uh, the kid from Famous Jet Jackson was on one of their shows, and he shot himself. <laughs> That's your two? They're having a rough run. They had Larry Hagman, yeah. the kid from Jet Jackson. The kid, well, he was on, um, what was it, Rizzoli and Isles, which is one of their bigger shows. Yeah, he was one of the, he was like the boy cop on that. Yeah. Because I remember I was just, like, flipping channels, and I was like, oh, it's this shitty show where they're going to make it out like these two girls are lesbians, but they're really good friends. Oh, my God, is that the famous Jet Jackson? Well, now I have to watch an episode of this. And I didn't, because I didn't feel like paying attention. But still, it was like, oh, Lee Thompson-Young got work. Good on him. What I was pissed about is that they uh, they canceled Monday Mornings, which was a, a, a hospital drama. Oh, yeah. They, yeah. And uh, it's like it came on right after Dallas, so we watched it, and it was fucking great. And then they canceled it, and it made me sad. They got through the first season, but then didn't. Well, I guess yeah, they didn't cancel it, but they didn't renew it for a second season. Right. And that who was that was in that? Uh, uh, Ving Rhames, Alfred Molina, and Ving Rhames. Those are the only two name actors I think were in it. But it was really good. I remember I saw an ad for that and wanted to watch it, and then I heard it was canceled, and I was like, well, never mind. At least watch the first season, because I think it's only at 13 episodes as well. It's worth watching. At least, at least watch the only season. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I did say the first season, didn't I? Watch the it first only, season of Firefly, you won't regret it. It is only 10 episodes long. But yeah, it was really good. That's that's sad to see. That looks like a show that was designed to succeed, because it was uh, a medical drama by David E. Kelly, the guy that that created ER. Yeah, the guy that owned That, that was Michael Crichton. Yeah, David E. Kelly he was DR. He was, uh... He'd done, like, Ally McBeal and... Ally McBeal, Chicago Hope, Picket Fences. Right. Picket Fences. Uh, then you had Sanjay Gupta, who is, like, CNN's go-to doctor. Wrote the book that it was based on. Right. Um, which was the same formula they used for ER, and that lasted for, like, an eternity. Yeah, that was, like, a 14-year show or something like that. Jesus Christ. I stopped watching when none of the original cast were on the series. <laughs> And then I cared even less when they brought back one member of the original cast, and it was Noah fucking Wiley. I used to be big in the ER. It was a good Spoiler show. Alert. It was a good show for the first, like, ten seasons. And then, like I said, and then they got rid of all of their actors who were, like, who appeared to be credible doctors and replaced them with fucking uh, Maxim Magazine models. <laughs> and John Stamos. Hey. <laughs> there was a moment where I was like, I don't think I want to watch ER anymore. Is that is that Uncle Jesse? No, never mind. Hey, anything with John Stamos on it is a winner in my book. Yeah, 15 seasons for 331 episodes. It began the career of George Clooney. And no one else. <laughs> okay, no one else. what's Noah Wilde doing? Uh, Not a fucking thing. If I had to guess rehab by now. Um, oh, no, he's in Falling Skies. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I guess he is doing something right now. I forgot that show existed. Me too. It's another TNT show. I've still never watched that one, even though that looks like a show I would be interested in. Mm-hmm. Um, now, that one did have Ming-Na on it. She's all flying the bus right now, so at least the wash shows up. He's going to. Maybe, maybe she got tired of working at the hospital, enlisted in S.H.I.E.L.D., saw some shit. There you go. You can tie ER right into S.H.I.E.L.D. Right into Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. That's how you get new ship pilot 
Jesse Katsopoulos. No awesome shit pilot. No. Colson's like, you're going to have to cancel your gig. We've got an 084. And Jesse's like, oh, have mercy. And that's when he jumps on his guitar, which is actually like a space surfboard, and flies to the helicarrier. <laughs> Rides into battle on a rocket-powered guitar. Throws throws guitar picks with sharpened blade edges. Yes! Chinese <laughs> like, throwing picks. He's the rock and roll ninja. <laughs> Jesse and the rip your throat out. Oh, God. <laughs> I would watch that. I would watch the rock and roll ninja. I would watch the fuck out of that. The Rock and Roll Ninja starring John Stamos. Because why the hell not? <laughs> hey, why won't people hire us to write things? I don't know. We've got so many good ideas. So, so many great ideas. Hey, Fox top guy, conservative dickhead, Australian man. <laughs> Fuck with. Rupert Murdoch? Whatever his name is. Shithead, give us a job. I, I do love that John Stamos has now reached the uh, the point in his career where he does the Heather Locklear thing, where when a show is failing, they hire him on for a season. Hey, we need a, a pretty actor that has name value. Well, we can give you John Stamos on the cheap. Deal. Yeah, he's got that whole uh, stack of pancakes, and he'll do a job for yeah. you. Yeah. If <laughs> you... <laughs> You'll give me a stack of pancakes and the printing rights to the next Jesse of the Rippers release. Uh, okay, we're over an hour into this. We're horrible people. No. So, in conclusion, Fall TV this year, not terrible. Give it a look. Fall TV really good. John Stamos, Ninja Rockstar. I think that's going to be the next project. Yes. Thanks a lot, everybody. Mike, what's your final thought? My final thought is Rockstar Ninja needs to be a thing. Like, My f- now. <laughs> My final thought is Bag of Dicks really would be a good name for a podcast. <laughs> but thank you for listening to Urfin. Thanks for Thanks for listening, Tarp. We'll see you all next week.